Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I'm Josh Klein. And I'm Elise Hugh. We host a podcast from Accenture called Built for Change. Every part of every business is being reinvented right now. That means companies are facing brand new pressures to use fast evolving technologies and address shifting consumer expectations. But with big changes come even bigger opportunities. We've talked with leaders from every corner of the business world to learn how they're harnessing change to totally reinvent their companies. And how you can do it too. Subscribe to Built for Change now so you don't miss an episode. A Big Spark Studios original. Hey, everybody. What's up? And welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Am I screaming? I think I might be. Um, I have the noise cancellation on my headphones. So hold on. And we're back. Oh, my God. I've been shouting. (laughs) No one said anything to me. <laughs> Anyways, hey guys, welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Before we get into it, just subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like video episodes, we put them up on youtube.com slash Chris every Thursday. Also, if you rate Unhinged with Chris Clemens five stars on Apple Podcasts, that is much appreciated and it helps us out. But enough self-promotion and asking you to like our stuff. Uh, how's everybody doing today? Good. Feeling fantastic. I went to a festival in Vegas over the weekend. Ooh. Uh, it, the system of a downplayed. I saw corn. I saw death grips. I saw a machine girl. Are these people? <laughs> these are these are bands. You don't recognize any of them? Iconic famous bands. Got it. I was like, so wait, did you go to a music festival or Comic Con? <laughs> I'm really kind of confused. And it was hot as shit, and everyone got sunburned because everyone, all, the, all of the attendees were mostly goths, and so they're like of the paler skin variety. And then everybody walked away pink as a pig. <laughs> huh? Wow. I really don't know. <laughs> you asked. You asked. <laughs> no, you're right. I did ask. That was my bad. Truly. Um, today's been an interesting day because um, I was having like a really brutal day. And have I said the word day a lot? No. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm like not okay. I feel like I've been, the last two days have just, everyone's like, Mercury's out of whatever the fuck. And I was like, woo. And I've only been feeling the exact opposite. I'm like, no, no, no. I think we just went into it, sweetheart. I was like filming 
a Patreon video, which you can join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Chris Clemens. And I finished recording. I was, I was going to be like, oh, let me go get my camera, put effort. And then I was like, girl, you do not have the serotonin or dopamine in your brain right now to do that. Let's do it like photo booth style. Never record a video on photo booth. My God. Apple has like been shit for years now. I don't know why my fucking MacBook can't simply record a video in photo booth. It was working seamlessly in high school over a decade ago. My God, sorry, but niche rant of the day. Also, Justin, apologies for all that bleeping you're going to have to do. I'm just so annoyed. I filmed a 25-minute video reviewing this flower that you add to green medicine. And I did, like, this whole immersive experience. And right now I spent $50 on a software that's supposedly going to bring it back to life that's going to be a f***ing scam. Like, I... Amishism has never had a better case in its life. There. I f***ing said it. I'm so ooh, over technology. Just do like do like shadow puppets. <laughs> Dude, I'm ready to just like my dream is just to like be a grocery store bagger at this point. Like really just <sighs> I'm so tired. So tired. Anyway, cheers to that. And we're going to lighten the mood a little. Cheers. I wanted to do our charitable shout out. And um, this one is for a GoFundMe for someone named Natasha. Natasha is an incredibly generous, kind, intelligent, and comedic friend to all. She's battling stage four cancer and needs our help. The intensity of her treatments coupled with side effects, including blood clots, have impacted Natasha's ability to continue her work. Natasha's mother, Sabina, and her brother, Tristan, now based in Washington, D.C., have been of great support to her throughout this time. The cost of treatment, Sabina and Tristan's travel and managing the damage incurred from the original tumor has been tremendous. That's where we can come in and help donate to Natasha's um, GoFundMe. The link will be down below. I know that it might not be helping a whole group of people, but I think uh, the fact that we're able to band together and maybe change someone's life, I think is something that is not lost on me and I want to always take advantage of. So those that link will be down below. Oh, the reason I sound like I'm on DRUGS is because I am, because I filmed that Patreon video. And I, I mean, it was a, it was a great high, not going to lie, but like a great high, like waving. Oh God, YouTube's going to delete the whole channel. <laughs> well, guys, we're canceled. Um, so yeah, that's why I sound like a manic person right now is because I am in fact a manic person right now. Now, I figured that we would just go to a voicemail. You guys can call in to 310-844-6459. You can ask me questions for advice. If you need any stupid debate in your life settled, I'm your judge, bitch. Um, so yeah, we're going to play a voicemail now. And I love these because it's so fun hearing from the people who I don't ever get to hear from. Hi, Chris. My name is Sean, and I wanted to ask you and everybody who's a part of the podcast um, your advice about how to know when you are consuming too much weed. Oh, wow. Like, (laughs) what kind of hallmark signs should one be on the lookout for? 
um, what do you think about like kinds of behaviors that would be like a red flag? Okay. Um, I would love to have a perspective from somebody who is a regular weed user. So Chris, that means you, baby boo, um, and also maybe someone else um, who's present is a non-regular weed user or not even a user at all. I think it would be really cool to be able to kind of contrast your points of view. Um, I follow you on Patreon. I love you. You're amazing. And goodbye, friends. Bye. Um, so that's an interesting voicemail to clock me with after the conversation we just had. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just kind of letting that marinate. <sighs> I find that if you are not able to like live your regular life in a semi-functional manner... And I say semi-functional because, like, obviously we know how dysfunctional I am. And I feel like anybody living a functional life at this point is a f***ing liar. Um, But I think if you're, like, not able to do your routine things or you're just, like, sleeping throughout the day or if you're... if Like, for me, when I get the munchies a lot and I indulge in them, I'm like, okay, Chris, this is becoming unhealthy And you either have to get it together or take a break and, or like in, induce less, consume less, not induced. (laughs) I don't know. Everybody's different though. So that's like kind of a tough one. Am I stumbling through this answer 3000%, but is it still more eloquent than like a Miss America contestant? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. I think just like, if you're not able to get normal shit done that, should be normally easy to get done or if it's getting in the way of your life then or if you're just like when i can't smoke in the morning anymore because i find that i will be asleep by two and i will be so irritable if i don't go to sleep at two which i never do because i hate napping so i know that like okay i can't do it in earlier in the day because i will be Unless I can do nothing all day. Like, unless I'm just, like, chilling at a pool or a beach, which is never happening. (laughs) um, I then will smoke in the morning. But I don't know. I think if you can spot irregularities in your everyday life, you might be needing to take a tea break, babe. So that's all I got to say. Thanks for the question. And I wanted to kind of go on a mini tangent. Just, like, something I, like, have realized within myself i have just been i don't know like if i'm settling into my like new life or i say new life as if i've like gone through a divorce or something i literally just moved across the country (laughs) but like it is a totally different way of living than i have my entire adult life i've always been in a city so the fact that i'm in like a a rural suburbia is definitely an adjustment And now that the weather's nicer, I do realize that maybe I was, in fact, a victim of seasonal affective disorder um, because I'm doing much better. But I'm now having this issue where I'm just, like, enjoying real life more than the internet and social media and just all of that, which to a normal person's like, okay, great. But to me, who is employed by social media at the moment... It is kind of scary because I have, like, just literally no desire to post. Like, Instagram, that bitch could be dead to me for all I care. Like, I can't think of a single reason to post a picture on Instagram. Like, I literally don't care. I'm not 
doing anything that exciting. I'm not like, I'm just like living my life. I'm gardening. I'm minding my business. Like, I don't know. It's weird though, because I mean, I've talked about this before that I grew up on the internet because that's the, the only place I feel like I fit in. And now that everyone's on the internet, I don't feel like I fit in anymore or like, I don't feel like it's a space I want to be in. And that's not to say like I'm quitting everything. It's just like a weird mind of, I think for the first time in maybe like my whole life, I'm genuinely just enjoying for the most part real life. Um, Like I always escaped on the internet as a kid and a teenager and in college and shit. I was so busy just like hustling that I now have the ability to kind of slow down and smell the flowers literally because I can plant them in my backyard. Um, Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know my place on the internet anymore. I feel like for a long time I felt so confident about my like comedic abilities and all of this and then TikTok and just all of these people have come up on social media as like a new wave of it and it's definitely like intimidating and it just kind of makes me appreciate real life more and i say real life as if like social media isn't like real life but like you know what i mean like the the real world And it's hard because, like, all of these people coming up on social media have, like, started within the last three years or so. And, I mean, obviously, some people have been going more, but I'm talking about just, like, people on TikTok who have really come up and made a career. It's, like, they've all started within the last, like, three years, I want to say, of, like, having actual pop-off success. And they have, like, that new entertainer energy like I remember back when I started and was just I I would go out at night and film and I would do I had so much vigor and I wanted I mean I went to like the Jake Paul wedding in Vegas like I mean I just don't even have that energy anymore to like do things for the video do things for the clicks like I I don't know I it scares me because I mean monetarily I've seen the difference <laughs> But at the same time, it's like I feel content in my life. But then I'm like, am I content or am I just settling? And then I'm like, is there anything wrong with settling? I just, I don't know. I I feel perfectly fine with it all. It's just weird having been a child of the internet. Like I have been on and or consuming the internet for like 15 years it's not normal the way that like the inner i mean it is normal now but like it wasn't normal the way the internet was such a part of my life and i obviously love entertaining and stuff but i just and it's also like another thing i could talk about this for hours but i'm not going to trust me i know all of you guys are like wow suddenly i found my new bedtime podcast because a bitch i'm about to sleep (laughs) I also just like don't have a filmer anymore and I like had a roommate that could pop in and we could bounce off each other so it's it's 
it really feels like I'm just back to the beginning of like I'm starting all over from round one, but I don't know. I'm excited to do things beyond the internet and I'm excited to focus on, you know, the companies I'm invested in and my stand-up career and middle kid and just not focusing as much on social media, even though it is kind of a weird place because it does technically pay my bills and I enjoy having the safety net of money. But I don't know. It's it's just like a weird, a weird crossroad I feel like I'm hitting. And I feel like other people have also, I've seen sentiments of just like how boring social media has become and how just unexciting it is. And it that makes me feel a little less crazy, but I still just, I don't know. That's like, I don't know. Maybe this is just like normal adult shit when you hit a point in your job and you're like, is this what I enjoy doing or am I just like able to get through the day? <laughs> and so it's just, I don't know. It's a weird, weird, weird mental space to be in. And I mean, I don't know how necessarily relatable it is, but I mean, this is unhinged with Chris Clemens after all. So you all technically signed up to hear these thoughts, but back to you guys. I just feel like I went on a ramble of, Wait, how long have we been doing this? Like 30 hours? Oh, it's only been 17 minutes. Girls, we are chilling. <laughs> but now I think it's time to hear from you guys because I think I've literally been just rambling for what feels like hours, but maybe it's only been like 17 minutes. Who knows? Um, but let's take another voicemail, which again, you can call in at 310 844 6459. Hi, Chris, calling from Denmark. We wanted to know oh my your God, thoughts God, on talk culture Denmark. And if you ever experienced people in your friend group. <laughs> hooking up with other members of the group and your thoughts on it. Does it work? Does it not work? We are very much experiencing that right now as we're university students. So my friend made a diagram on pretty much all the people who have hooked up with one another um, in our campus. And the diagram is definitely growing by the week. So we just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Um. <laughs> Okay, one, I just want, like, the picture of it that looks like a serial killer's wall. Like, that's all I'm looking for. That, I think, alone would really satisfy me. <laughs> so, I'm going to, like, blow y'all's minds. In high school, I, like, so from high school, I never know how to describe groups because it's, like, do do I say the number is, like, four? But does that, in, like, does that include me? Anyways, nobody's really asking about, oh, my God, I just came out of therapy. You would never know. <laughs> Um, so from high school, it is me and three other people and we're like a core group and we like spend New Year's together. We like do all this shit together. They're like an hour away. I might be going there after this. So my friend can help me film Booger trying on dog wigs. Yeah. I bought dog wigs for Booger. That's that video will be up on my channel, but two of them, Becky and Taylor, they're married. They've been dating since high school and Taylor, he's obviously been, like, one of my best friends. Becky, she's obviously been one of my best friends. And there was a time when... Sorry to put you guys on blast. Not that you guys are listening to the podcast, but ooh, dear. Um, there was a time where they, like, hit a bump in high school. And, like, being the middleman of that was, like, pretty brutal. But I... I don't think there's anything wrong with it, necessarily. I mean, if you're talking about, like, casual hooking up, 
as long as both ooh, Jesus Christ, you guys are really just all sharing the same spit and semen. Wow. Hmm. I mean, if no one's getting hurt, I guess you know what's what's the problem? You know, like as as long as everyone's being protective and protected and polite. I don't think anything's wrong with that, Denmark. I kind of love that. And, oh, my God, all of the people in Denmark are hot. So, like, honestly, I'd watch. Anyways, I'm going to stop answering this now. (laughs) Now, before we carry on with the rest of the episode, I would like to thank today's sponsor, which is Dipsy. If you do not know, Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. Radically inclusive, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. You've never heard celebrities like this before. Listen to stories voiced by Sarunas J. Jackson, ER Fightmaster, and Luke Cook. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories that you can read if that's your thing. Now for listeners of Unhinged with Chris Clemens, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash unhinged. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash unhinged. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. Once again, that is dipsystories.com slash unhinged. Thank you for supporting my podcast the way you do, and let's get back to the episode. This episode is brought to you by Michigan Economic Development Corporation. In Michigan, you can have both a rewarding career and a quality lifestyle with plentiful career opportunities in world-changing, innovating industries, from electric vehicles to clean energy to biotech, with room for advancement no matter where you are in your career. Plus, Michigan offers a welcoming, beautiful, affordable, and inclusive community for all. Live your best life. You can in Michigan. Visit themichiganlife.org. This episode is brought to you by Pluralsight. Your org needs teams skilled in tomorrow's tech today. Whether you want faster innovation, better customer experiences, or streamlined software delivery, those solutions require teams skilled and savvy in the latest technologies. Equip your people with the skills they need to make the most of today's tools and tech. Visit Pluralsight.com pod and try it for free. This episode is brought to you by the Weather Channel app. Did you know the app can help you forecast more than just the weather? With allergy tracking and flu risk mapping. So you know when to stay inside and load up on podcast, As well as air quality and UV indexing. So you know when to get outside, load up on sunscreen and podcast. Forecast more of what you love with the Weather Channel app. Um, we are going to revive something that... No one saw coming. <laughs> um, I miss talking about like current events, but I realize that my mistake in the first however many episodes that we tried doing current uh, events, I don't know why I was trying to be CNN. 
I was covering really hard hitting shit that I just, from the look of it, if you look at me, you just know I was not meant to deal with that, at least right then in my life. So we're going to do something much more stupid, which is pop culture. And this to me feels a lot more exciting because I was thinking, wait a second, how do I do like outfit roasts on the reg? And then I realized celebrities and people are doing shit all the time. Oh my God, let's be judgmental. <laughs> we have some pop culture stories and um, we're just gonna get into it. The first one, Lizzo says she's not trying to escape fatness in inspiring message. Well, Lizzo, I am. So <laughs> the Truth Hurts singer responded to a fan who said they exercise for their health and not weight loss. Lizzo is not interested in becoming or appearing to be thin. On May 15th, the About Damn Time singer responded back to a video that TikTok creator, I'm not even going to try to read that, made of herself saying she wasn't looking to escape fatness by working out and said she just wants to be healthy. Quote, I think a lot of people see a fat person that way and immediately just assume everything they're doing is to be thin. I'm not trying to be thin, she added. I don't ever want to be thin. Will my body fluctuate from this size? Will I get a little smaller depending on some of the choices I make? Or a little bit bigger, depending on some of the choices I make in my life. Yes, I'm used to fluctuating. I, all jokes aside, this is like a little journey I've been on too. Um, I know that like people are like, you're not fat. But (laughs) first of all, my doctor said I am technically overweight. So not going to argue with someone who went to medical school. But I also have just like kind of had body dysmorphia my whole life. Well, not my whole life, but as long as I can remember. And for the longest time when I was younger, like the rest of my family was like bigger boned. And I mean, I technically am too, but they were all thicker and I was like really skinny. And so they would always be like, Chris, can you reach under the couch to get me stuff? And like, I don't know why it was like, honestly, it was like a modern day power move because they were like shaming me for my, my skinniness. (laughs) Um, And I mean, we've all grown beyond this. This was like two decades ago, but um you know, I felt self-conscious about it. And so that's kind of when I first became like aware of body image. And I have struggled so hard with it. When I first moved to LA, I lost a lot of weight and I got so much praise and I felt good. I finally felt confident. I was like taking my shirt off and wearing clothes I've always wanted to wear. And I even still remember thinking like I was fat. And it took me having to see an old photo of myself shirtless to realize that I had lost weight. Um, And I really was just enjoying like how good I felt and how healthy I felt. And I've obviously gained a lot of the weight back, if not more. (laughs) And I'm really getting to a point where I'm really trying to not escape fatness as much as I am trying to escape like the immediate thought process of, oh my God, I have extra chub on my love handle. Like, oh my God, I have a little like belly. Like I'm not, I'm trying to really be okay with that because I have so much more to offer. And I feel like there is so much more to people than just what they look like. And it's always been so weird to me that we praise so many people for being skinny But then when we're watching like planet earth and we see a skinny elephant or a little malnourished cheetah, everyone's like, Oh my God, like if only it had food and 
meat on its bones. And so it's just always, I just, it's always been confusing to me. So I've really been just trying not to care. And if people like comment on my appearance, I just, I I say like, shut the up. Or I just like, don't really care. But, and I'm trying to compliment people not on there. Like you look so skinny. Oh my God, you look, cause that's part of the problem. And like, yeah, I don't know. To quote the username on TikTok, yes, I'm used to fluctuating. Um, now, moving on, the Golden Bachelor for senior citizens is coming this fall, and I have a heart on. The new dating competition show is one for the golden years, featuring contestants of retirement age. After years and years of teasing it would happen, ABC has finally given the green light to its long-awaited senior citizen season of The Bachelor. This fall, one lucky older man will embark on a journey to find love, flipping the formula of The Bachelor franchise. I mean, before he does this, we should really like make sure he's found a casket and like a plot or something. I mean, they like skydive on The Bachelor. <laughs> Is he going to die of a heart attack? And of course, it's like an old creepy man. I mean, maybe he's not creepy. I shouldn't. But <laughs> like, why not an old lady? An old lady deserves love. Come on. The new series will be called The Golden Bachelor. The leading man has yet to be announced, and his cast of female suitors will be announced at a later date. The network synopsis says a hopeless romantic is given a second chance at love in the search for a partner with whom to share the sunset years of life. First of all, barf. Second of all, I cannot believe it's taken this long to have a second chance at love. Like, the fact that they're using that jargon, 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 I don't know what the word is. But, like, what? And then three, barf, share the sunset years of life. Gross. Moving on, Florida teacher under investigation for showing a Disney film with a gay character. Wow, that's honestly definitely a relief because I thought a Florida teacher would be showing something else. So I'll take the gay characters in a Disney movie. A Florida teacher says she, oh, she, well, excuse me, is just assumed it was a man. (laughs) A Florida teacher says she is being investigated by her school and the state's education department after showing her fifth grade students a Disney animated movie featuring an openly gay character in a viral TikTok. It's always a viral TikTok. In a viral TikTok posted Saturday, Jenna Barbie. Oh my God, that last name is crazy. (laughs) B-A-R-B-E-E. Jenna Barbie, a teacher at Winding, 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 oh, (laughs) maybe I should go back to K through eight. Jenna Barbie, a teacher at Winding Waters K through eight in Brooksville, about an hour north of Tampa, alleged that a parent who also serves on the local school board reported her for screening the 2022 title Strange World on May 3rd. Barbie made a similar allegation at a school board meeting last week. Get a f***ing life. Can you imagine being on a school board in Florida and having this be your full concern? Sir, buy your teacher's paper. <laughs> they need pencils. This teacher probably paid for this movie with their own money, along with everything in the classroom. Do your f***ing job. What is going on? My God, can you imagine being on a school board and this being your biggest concern? 
That school better look like a f***ing Smithsonian Museum. I swear to God. Oh, my f***. It drives me insane. Next up. God, before I have a heart attack, not the old guy jumping out of an airplane on the Golden Bachelor in the sunset years of his life. <laughs> Does Keith Urban know what he's done? From the cut. On Monday, Urban posted a grainy TikTok of himself and his wife, Nicole Kidman, lip-syncing and dancing to style during Taylor Swift's Philadelphia show. Oh, my God. They were at the Philly show? Have you not seen this TikTok? No. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, keep going. Keep reading. Okay. Sorry. Oh, my God. What? I'm just shocked that they were 45 minutes away from my house. Well, Nicole Kidman. Keith Urban can eat a dick. Um... So lost to the moment that they apparently didn't notice that two familiar figures, one appears to have Phoebe Bridger's signature hair, the other conspicuously tall, much like Bo Burnham, were making out in the background. Wait! What? <laughs> it should have been me. Wait! What? It's a Keith Urban. I keep calling him Tim Urban. Keith Urban outed their relationship. <laughs> Honestly, his name is not worth remembering. Oh my God, I'm watching the TikTok right now. Oh. Oh my God, I'm watching. Sorry, I just feel the need to talk. Otherwise, it's like dead air. Oh my God! Oh my God, sorry for the audio. Your show is phenomenal, T. Big love from all of us. Well, not big love from Bo Burnham and Phoebe Bridgers, because you just blew up their spot, Keith. He's too good for her. Oh my God, that is the juicy. I live for that kind of shit. Are you kidding me? However, conversely, I am always afraid of being that person. Like, that's why I like don't film or don't like take pictures when I'm around like famouser people because I am always afraid of being the bitch to leak it. For example, when I got Booger. I brought her out to a play date with Claudia and Phineas's dog Peaches and Billy brought her dog Shark and they like all had a play date. Billy's hair was blonde, but she didn't like announce it yet. And I was like filming. Oh my God. And I was like, I literally, I didn't post the video. I, it straight up is just on a hard drive. It's somewhere never edited because I was just too afraid of like a window reflection. And then like, I'm the reason the whole thing is like, no, that... But he's Keith Urban, so he can, like, get away with it because he's, like, Keith Urban, whatever that means. He's Nicole Kidman's husband. But, oh, my God, I, I like, feel bad that he did that. But also, like, if it's going to be anyone, I love that it was Keith Urban. <laughs> uh, moving on. Martha Stewart is the oldest cover model ever for a Sports Illustrated swim issue. I saw this cover and literally gagged in a good way. Not, like, what a, probably a lot of, like, straight... 18-year-olds are like, why the hell is an old woman? She's expired! Um, lifestyle magnate Martha Stewart is making history as she becomes the oldest person to grace the cover of Sports Illustrated's yearly swimsuit issue at 81 years old. For 81, she... I mean, dude, I hope before she dies, she gives us at least who's doing her face because I would like to personally sign up. <laughs> She looks phenomenal. She, like, dare I say, looks, like, almost younger than I do. And I'm a true 29-year-old. The magazine describes Stewart as the very definition of influencer due to her plethora of shows, books, product lines, and social media followers. And then she talks about, I'm so thrilled to be on the cover of the Swartz and Mr. Swimsuit issue. 
my motto has always been when you're going through life, uh, when you're going through changing, you're tough. Wait, what? My motto has always been when you're through changing, you're through. Oh, no. Got it. So it just fell back on my reading abilities or lack thereof. Is she wearing a swimsuit? Um, I don't. I, I just want to know if you could see her prison tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she. It's like um, like waist up. So there's like some clavage, but um, no, I no prison tats on on display. <laughs> she looks good. She looks great, honestly. Like pop off, Miss Radiante. She should be the next Golden Bachelorette. You really should. Justin, I mean, you have to edit that part out because, I mean, ABC is going to pillage us. We are going to get no royalties for that idea. That is the most genius thing I've heard in the last, like, 72 hours. Boom. I say 72 hours because I really can't think of really anything of <laughs> what happened before that. But, oh, my God, Justin, that? Martha's search for love. Like, what are we doing? Is she single? I like, think she is. Isn't she? Oh, is she? I just kind of assumed she was. No, this is genius. I'm pretty sure. Was there wait? What was there? Someone waiting for her on the outside? <laughs> Loves his jail joke. All right, Justin. And from that, we are gonna just move right on to one final voicemail before we wrap up this show. Again, you can call into three one zero eight four four six four five nine to leave voicemails, and let's hear it. Hey, Chris, this is Veronica from Philly. Hey, Veronica um, from Philly. I've been Philly. having this debate with my boyfriend for about two years straight now. Your boyfriend's um, wrong. <laughs> and I just think he's wrong. <laughs> so, I, I agree. <laughs> uh, the debate pretty much is when you are making your bed and you wash your sheets, if the sheets have a pattern on them, does the top sheet go face down so you in the bed have the print on your body? Or does the print face up? Now, for aesthetic purposes, I understand the folding over of the sheet so that the pattern would be on top for the comforter. However, I just think it is wrong. And I just think that the pattern should be up because that's what God intended it for. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Love your podcast. It helps you get through my work day. Thank you. Oh, my God. Bye. Um... So I'm going to start a debate of my own. Sorry to take the attention away from you and your boy, but um, I don't have a top sheet. I don't like top sheets. I don't use them when I'm in a hotel. Sure. I enjoy the the fun luxury of it. But in my normal life, do I want to throw another sheet into my washing machine? Absolutely not. And do I find it worth it? No. Wait, do I have a top sheet? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. For a second, I was like, Wait a damn minute, because I have a housekeeper and she always like changes my sheets. So I honestly haven't paid attention to my bed. I do wash the sheets myself. Gotta keep myself grounded. But um, yeah, I don't have a top sheet. So I will reference back two decades when I did have a top sheet. I was always taught that the print goes on your body. And so when you fold it over, it is showing correctly. However, thinking about it now, I would never fold it. Like, if I used a top sheet now, I would never fold it back if I were making my bed. So I would say the print should show up so that you can see it when you, like, walk by your bed. But also, shouldn't you have a fucking comforter over it? 
So why are you looking at it? If you fold it over, the print should be facing your body. If you don't, it should be facing away from your body. That's that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like I I <sighs> I know I tell people to call in about stupid debates, but I'm like, wow, that one really was just like a new level of stupid. I haven't thought about that in <laughs> two decades. No, 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 no disrespect. No disrespect. I just, you know, like I asked for stupid and y'all brought me stupid. I'm not shaming you for that. It's I'm more so just like, wow, I really don't think about many things. <laughs> Do we have another voicemail? I kind of want to take another. I'm having a ball. Having a ball and a half. Hi, Chris. My name is Bella. Nance Armstrong can say, and "Hey, Bella." I I have this situation going on. Basically, there's this guy who I keep running into everywhere. Suck him off. We go off. to college together, so <laughs> it's not uncommon when I run into him That's at like wrong. the bars and stuff. Okay. But I'm running to, into him in the most obscure places ever. For example, last night I went to a completely different college to party. Um, it's like 40 minutes away from where I actually go to school and we ran into each other at the bar at that school. Um, and we've been out a few times and I just want to know like your take, like, is this my husband? Like, Mm -hmm. is he just like a random character in my life? Like, I'm just kind of confused because I keep running into him and it's literally like fate. And I just don't know what this means. Like, have you ever had a situation like this? Let me know. Um, for reference, he is really cute, and I like him, and I think he likes me. So, <laughs> what are y'all doing? Oh my god, go pursue that peen! My god, oh my god! I mean, you should not be calling into this shit show. You should be calling your man. Um, that happened with me with a barista in LA, and. I just kept going and then like we would make eyes and then we like started hanging out and granted it wasn't fate sadly because I enjoyed that time (laughs) but it was still fun so what do you have to lose like I mean besides the fact that you'll probably just run into him for the rest of your life and have to deal with that rejection (laughs) but (laughs) No, I think you should just go for it. I think you should say, hey, I think we see each other. I think I see you all the time. Can I just give you my number instead of, like, just work in, like, the fact that you guys see each other everywhere and be like, just give me your number so I can at least coordinate so we don't always run into each other or something dumb like that and flirty. and But, wow, that's... I've never had it, like... Yeah, I've never had that kind of an experience where I just keep seeing the same person. You've never had a stalker. <laughs> Thank God. No. Oh, uh, in New York, I did for like a hot minute, like a, like a soft core stalker. Um, but wow. I totally forgot about that. What were we talking about? Uh, she keeps seeing the same. That's just like unopened a whole box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's never happened to me where it was like, wow, are we about to, are you my soulmate? It was like just me going to get like matcha. And then I'd see the same barista and I'd be like, whoa, what a coincidence. This is fate. And they're like, I work here. And I'm like, totally. <laughs> you, did you see him? You didn't see him other places. You just saw him where he worked. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Shut up. I don't know why you had to... I don't know why you had to highlight that, no, no, okay? I was wondering if it was... 
God damn. Sorry, Chris. God damn. I'm sorry. You're so savage, Sam. Sam the savage. What if she threw caution to the wind and instead of just saying, here's my number, just said like, hey, let's just go hang out right now. Just planted <laughs> one it. on him. Because that would make her a serial killer. <laughs> if I mean, if you, you have to in- establish some sort of connection before they've only seen each other. And maybe at best said, hey, oh, hey, and then moved on. I don't think you can just go, let's go hang out, stranger. I mean, they could sit and have a cup of coffee. They could go have lunch. They could go for a walk. Have you seen like a singular crime documentary? I guess not. (laughs) Yeah, I guess not either, bitch. Go do your homework. You've got homework. I'm suddenly a teacher in Florida. And guess what? I will be playing gay shit. Um... (laughs) I yeah, I think you should absolutely go for it. The worst comes to worst is nothing happens and you guys continue to not talk. Sounds like a win-win to me. Let's do another voicemail. I'm feeling fired up. This rose is hit my liver. <laughs> I have one more. Um it's slightly emotional. Is that okay? It's the only one I have left. No, honestly, no. Okay. I can't do emotional <laughs> right. right now. I wanted, I'm so I wanted, emotionally vulnerable. I, I appreciate. Check. No, thank you. And I, as like, I just as a person, I appreciate that. Not, no disrespect to the emotional person calling. Very much am honored that you feel comfortable to open up to me or my crazy voicemail at 3108446459. I just am not in, an, in a mental place where. You know, we're trying to keep my ship from taking in water. It's like the the oxygen things or like the life things. I don't really pay attention to airplane things anymore, but you got to do mine first. It's, I'm so sorry. We'll save it. Yeah, we'll save it for just a really f***ing rainy, rainy, rainy day. Maybe some thunderstorms, maybe a monsoon, maybe like the end of the world. Yeah, I'm down, but not today. <laughs> Thank you and amen. Um, well, we're ending this episode on <laughs> a really down note. Um, I just straight up rejected an emotionally needing person. So didn't feel like the worst thing ever. Um, thank you so much to listening and subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts. I upload video episodes on youtube.com slash Chris as well. Be sure to rate and review Unhinged with Chris Clemens and stay sexy I don't know if I can say that at the end because YouTube is very on my case about the words that come out of my mouth and here I am stalling so that wasn't necessarily the end but was it close to the end yes but was it at the very end no (laughs) and for that I have to say thank you to me myself and I anyways I just reached the fifth page requirement on this essay so thank you and goodbye goodbye